This is the Dos Acero podcast. And uh, in background, in the background, that's John. John, our, our typical host. Hosting tonight is Daniel Preciado. I uh, haven't done this in a while, so I'm a little rusty, and we're winging it because John is supposed to be here. So hopefully he will join later. And uh, But starting off, uh, I'd like to introduce everybody. We have, uh, we have, we have Joel. I don't know. How's it going? Hello, hey, what's up? What's up, Dan? Enjoying my week so far. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Did you watch any of the any uh, any Champions League? Did you put on no, your, I didn't. You put on <laughs> no, your, I, your Real Madrid jersey on. I missed pretty much every game available this weekend. I had my Barcelona stockings on at work. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, moving along, um, also joining us today, we have Beto. Good evening. How's it going, dude? Hey, everybody. Doing good. How are you guys doing? <clears throat> excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, and last and least. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Ronnie. Ronnie the Luna. How's it going, dude? That's cold, man. That's really cold. <laughs> I got to take my shots when I – my shots – I gotta take my shots uh, when I when I get a chance. To one of the rare moments I get to host, so get my digs in when I can. No, no you got to. I understand. I understand. Opportunity presented itself, and you took it. I'm proud of you, Dan. No, but I'm not exactly surprised. But I'm I'm glad you're you're here with us today. Obviously, uh, just to get the the show started, <clears throat> our first topic is the Clásico Joven, where it was just. Um, one of those games that you you hope you you didn't you didn't you didn't turn the game off if you were an America fan and um, and you if if you if you walked away at halftime thinking you won if you're a Cruz Azul fan then you, you probably uh, came back to a rude awakening but uh, what were your thoughts on the game uh, Ronnie uh, did, if you, did you well, did you at- my my thoughts on look I'm happy about the win obviously and obviously. <laughs> You know, the fact that you beat Cruz Azul and you control after the game. But like my, my real thoughts deep down. Uh, I think, I think I checked, uh, the standings. Um, America has got like 16 goals scored and they got 15, they've received 15. Uh, and like, you know, when they were, when, when they were losing three nothing, uh, I was tweeting about their defense because their defense. I'm just, you know, I'm just still not convinced, man. Goltz and, and these guys, man, they're just shaky. And um, I mean, that's still that's still a concern, you know. If I if I if I'm being honest, that's a concern. Did he? I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad that they won, and obviously that's awesome. Was this and the way they won? What's that? Was his job on the line? Who, Nacho? Yeah. Uh, I think so. I think it is. I, th- I think I think that when the press starts to bring it up time and time, you know, I think knowing Mexican executives work and function, I, I wouldn't be surprised 
that you know they're already calling other people, or they already have maybe another coach lined up. Now you you are still on board, right? Or are you not? No, I, I let him finish. I, and, and here's the thing: and one and one of the tweets that I had was that you know you know Piojo. I mean, Ambris has a better record than both Piojo and Turco so far. Um, Piojo and Turco, they were able to bring at least people, you know, of their, you know, their, you know, their liking. Ambris and even to, and Matosas really were not given that opportunity. Uh, I think that that plays a huge factor. I mean, because I mean, honestly, when you had Piojo. I mean, just about the entire team was almost Mexican, and players that had you know played under him, whether it's Atlante, Monterrey, Puebla, you know wherever, and Ambris. Think that Belais. I think although he's done a great job, I, I really do think that he has. And maybe Ambris is calling these players, but I, I really don't think because I, I don't I, really think. I don't think I, it's his team. It, I really don't. I was thinking that this may have been like a somewhat of a like the opposite of a blessing in disguise, you know, like a curse in disguise. Where had he had he lost, maybe they would have. Because uh, I know there's some people that are really never were in favor of him. Had they lost the three zero, that would have been enough, probably. Um, especially considering that that probably would have put him either. I probably would have put him out of the the, the playoffs. Uh-huh. Out of the, yeah, but um. Well, I mean, obviously, every any, every time America gets a coach, they want somebody that has a proven track record. You know, Piojo didn't. Piojo was number one in anything, and it's safe but to say Piojo had a love still. Teams. And What's Pioca, that? I think Piojo had the, at least in my interpretation. My view of him before joining America was he was able to work with garbage and and make him work and and get the most out of him. Like he seemed like he was always, yeah. So I mean, I I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I mean, when he brought in players like uh, when he brought in players like Aguilar and and brought in players like you know like you and stuff like that, I'm thinking, Jesus Christ. But you know, in Molina, who's I think uh, yeah, I think he's playing in your team right now, right, Santos? Yeah, yeah. So I thought I thought he did the best he, he you know he could do with what he had, and he had the team working. So so what are you now though, as far as like uh, now now that they got that win, do you think they could turn the the season around and get some momentum going? Because uh, it was a, a you know even though they was it was against ten, it's still coming scoring four. Or it, <laughs> Pretty awesome. Do you think uh, they, this this might turn the, the the season around? You know what? When I said that Chivas, the game with Chivas, in the grand scheme of things, was just another game. You know, I still say the same thing. It's just another game. You know, they have to they have to close. They really have to work on the damn. Well, yeah. Well, I guess like I think this is where you want to start uh, starting to hit. Form, yeah. Because yeah, you, you, you're 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 halfway through the season. You're gonna the Liga is gonna start, and that's when you really want to go in hot. So I think this is a time where you really want to start sorting out your team and, and how they need to be playing. So 
I don't know. It's it's interesting because what would have happened had that guy got himself sent off? Um, how that game would have? Well, it's 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 funny you say that, Dan, because when that happened, reaction was because I thought that boy would have been smart enough to bunker, and that would have played into Cruz Azul's hands, but they didn't. So then, when 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 what's his name? Uh, when um, I kind of I, I hate to say this, you know, it's not like I say this in retrospect. I said it when they scored when when Oribe. When he uh, when he scored the first goal, and I kind of knew that they were. I had a feeling that they were going to tie it. I didn't. I didn't think that they were going to win, but I had a feeling that they were going to tie it. I had the the fortune of um, the rare fortune of, of watching the the second half with my dad. He was just uh, just got to my house to watch our kids, and um, it was a. Uh, it was, you know, he he's he tends to be pretty negative, very uh, half-empty kind of guy. <clears throat> so uh, when he got there, we had just turned the TV on, and um, I left it on because I kind of wanted to troll him. I was uh, talk, talking on Descremada, you know, to him at, uh, as as uh, as the half was about to start. But seeing the comeback, I, once the once the the guy got sent off, I I told him like this is a chance, man. You you never know. And um, he was still pretty negative, but uh, he, seeing his reaction and seeing how seeing watching him celebrate was pretty cool. Um, you know, another thought that came through my mind watching that game. Um, Back when Leo Beck and uh, Benacker, when he coached America for the second time, I was coaching Pumas. They played this game. Uh, I think this was maybe in in 03 or maybe early 04, where Pumas was winning three nothing, and uh, America came back to tie it. But then, like in the last dying minutes of the game. Uh, came back and, and, and scored the, the winner, which ended up four, which ended four three, and I and I was like thinking about that game because I'm thinking, crap. I I, I I was also thinking about that, you know, thinking that you know, America knowing you know, knowing what they're going through this season, you know, with that shaky defense that they would they would equalize and then somehow lose it, like like a Cruz Azul of sorts, you know. <laughs> now, Beto. What, yeah. were, what were your thoughts on the game? Do you think um, Tomas Boy should have been fired? And um, was this just a lack of options uh, available that are, that wanted to take the, the team? Or is just a boneheaded move? Or is this a smart thing to do? What, 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 what do you think? I, I think that, uh, that they just gassed. But it brings up a good reason. that I mean, they, I didn't think they bunkered, like he was saying. But if they would have, uh, Benitez and Jimenez might have saved some energy because at the end of the game, they just disappeared. And it was surprising, too, because at the beginning, they were dominating America. The defense looked very weak. Benitez, for one, the second goal, uh, just like weaved through four America players in the defense, and it and it deflected off him, and, and then the guy scored. But uh, scored, I believe. Um, but they were just dominating, and then all of a sudden, they're gone. 
So, I mean, I don't know if it's fully Voy's fault. Um, I would say it's not really. I think it's the players' fault mostly. Um, did they did they score before they uh, down? No, they they scored all three goals, and uh, in the second, I think it was in the second half, um, they had a, they lost the player. But I will say one thing though, Osmar Maris, he went in and uh, and straight up pulled up an elbow on this one dude. Where I thought he, I think he got a yellow. I thought he should have been sent off. So I was just like when when they scored three goals, I was waiting for a ref to help America. I was waiting for it to happen, and it didn't really. I mean, it sort of happened where they let Osmar Martis off, and then, uh, and then of course I do agree <clears throat> the red card that they gave on uh, on that Cruz Azul dude. So it, it looked like it was a you know an okay refing decision um, all around, but um, I'm suspect on that Osmar Martis call. I think they forgave him. But. I think I, I I agree with you, and I think the the momentum of the 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 moment. Uh, was you didn't want to kind of like take the wind out of the sails, so to speak, where I, I, could, I could almost sense that the ref was like, no, man, I, I kind of want to see what happened. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was waiting for something to happen, and it sort of did. Um, uh, I mean, favoritism, but I think uh, maybe he just got caught up in the moment of, of what was going on. It's like, you know, better to better to leave it as it is, but I don't know. It was. I, I did think it was red worthy. It was a little suspect, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I I was shocked because I figured you know you you do the job of of getting up three three nil and then uh, to come back and lose to lose, which is, up to this point you you got a, the most expensive team. Uh, He's been there for a good bit now, right? This is his second season. Um, the this current season isn't going well. I I was truly shocked. Um, hey, I was hearing that it was his halftime speech that ruined the team. That he that he told his players to play like it's a final, and that that was that was the rumors. I don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, what is, what is, I mean, this is not like some, um, like, initially you would think it's a curse or something. This is some, this is some psychological bad mojo going on with this team. Hey, I heard there was, I missed the game, but, but, uh, some people were saying there was two penalties that should have been called. Well, you know, well, America should, should have also been handed a pen, or should have been awarded a penalty for the, in the beginning of the game. The transmission, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, I think it was Bam Bam Samarano and I forget the other guy. They were talking about how the the, the referee was very inexperienced. Two game, like he was like 32 years old, hadn't really ref too many games, you know, in the top flight. And 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 I think it showed because you know I. I I, I do think that the officiating may perhaps could have, you know, was it was a. Uh, yeah, it was equally. To- well, so, somehow I, I'm not surprised that you're not, uh, you're not totally upset with the refereeing. <laughs> no, I, I think, but I think when when I think like Chicky says, it's mental. Well, look, I don't remember the names. I don't remember. The- 
a, a yellow card. The guy was basically the way he he was you know reacting in his body language, like like almost like making a fist and and like like punching the air and stuff like that to uh you know towards the ref you know towards the official. I'm thinking, dude, that I mean, if if you had Chiqui Dracula or you had Benito Archundia or stuff like that, that's not only a, a card, but that's another card and yellow and a red, you know. One for the you know one for the infraction and then the other one just for you know unsportsmanlike. And I, I think in uh yeah I mean both in this particular I do think that uh, that America could have had a couple more you know more cards but at the at the end of the game here or at the end of the day the official was very inexperienced and he shouldn't have been at that he shouldn't have been calling up that you know officiating that game. To be honest, uh, I, I, I think the the refereeing was was decent enough. I don't think it, it I don't think anything was egregious. Uh, I think the red card that was handed was extremely valid. So I don't think anybody uh, can, can deny that. So, well, you you were you were gonna make a um, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's like like I do think there's a mental aspect to it. So when when you have like what you believe to be a penalty kick. Or, or a call didn't go your way. I, I think that it, they let it get to their head, and and they'll lose concentration or, or focus, uh, you know, even confidence. And I think that's that's been part of it. Where where now now you're seeing these outside forces affecting you, you know, even if it shouldn't have affected as much. I, I remember seeing. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember at the World Cup uh, in the game against Cameroon. <clears throat> And uh, Gio had two two clean two clean goals called you know annulados, and I, I remember worrying because the team during the hex, um, their confidence would would uh, you know they would drop and the team would end up playing poorly. But I mean you know it it it, it didn't get to them. I guess I guess Piojo you know good good motivator, so they ended up. You know, they continued playing well and won the match. It's it's funny you say that. It's, it's funny you say that, whole uh, because that's and and not just Mexico, but this this tends to happen a lot in Mexico because of the way just the officiating. You know, the I mean, they're celebrities in Mexico. The officiating, and you know, but you know, when you bring up the players uh, about Geo and you were getting worried. You know, if they were ever going to respond back because they think that they're being cheated, or they're or they're not, or they're. Do you remember in the 2010 World Cup? You know, when had I, I, I kind of, and I believe this. If if FIFA weren't, if you know, when FIFA played, replayed the uh, offside goal from Devis. Granted, they they shouldn't have done that at the stadium, because. Right, right then and there. I mean, the the fans and the players knew that they got screwed over, you know, on, on Mexico's side, and and that messed up with Mexico's psyche, you know. Yes. Uh, I, I think you know Mexico and Mexican the Mexican league in, in general. I think the, the the teams have to be better uh, prepared in 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 being able to handle crappy officials or officials that are you know you know think that they're you know hot shit. 
because ultimately, you, I mean, you do have 90 minutes to, to write, you know, to write every wrong, you know. And I've always said this, that the great, great teams, the dynasties, they're able to beat, you know, bad officiating as well. Yeah, the Pachuca coach said something along those lines like a few weeks back. He said, if, if you play your game, you'll, you'll beat bad officiating. Well, you know, it's funny because as of yesterday, I haven't checked Cruz Azul's uh, main Twitter page, their official Twitter page, uh, page, but their last tweet was actually, was uh, uh, the footage of the, the, the key play of the game and it was of the, the red card, you know? And to me, that's indicative of what's going on right now with Cruz Azul because Yes, you, you you got a red card, but you were winning three nothing. You could have bunked. You, they could have bunkered. They could have done a lot of things, you know, to 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 hold, you know, uh, a three zero lead. Then I I think with Brusasul, man, it it I I think this has to, you know, this this pressure of 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 just you know collapsing. I think this this. Ends and starts with Billy Alvarez, you know, the the, the president and the and the uh, the co-op in Cruz Azul because um, what's up? <laughs> oh, Cruz Azul, man. Yeah, Cruz Azul. <laughs> they need to do an, over, an overhaul. They need to change the uniforms and, and the name. It's to red. They need red. Cruz Roja, Cruz Roja. They're um. I mean. You know, you know, Miguel Sava. I mean, Miguel Sava. A couple of years ago, we're talking about what? About, about Ten years ago, maybe seven years ago, something like that. I mean, Tengo miedo. He said, "Yeah, he said <laughs> that, that America, causes, uh, you know, causes fear in Cruz Azul." And I'm sorry, but who instilled that? Fear? Someone has to instill that fear. And it's not the coaches because they've had 19 of them. You know, the only, the only, you know, and they change players. Uh, you know. Rosters, you know, plenty of times yeah, now. Well, and Mosillo just spoke out against that. You know, he he's he pretty much won the last championship for them in '97, and uh, he was saying that that Billy needed to step off, and that just just by doing that, he would change the face of the institution. So yeah, they're Is saying that like <laughs> they're saying the whole Alvarez thing that. His relation with the promoter, and and they just bring, you know, they don't really bring the players the coaches want a lot of times. You know, they they uh, Alvarez in a whim will uh, will kick every every player off the team. Remember when they did that in in those three uh, when Loco Abreu and all those guys were on the team, and he basically got rid of all the foreigners just like that? And all the yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, do. On a whim. Yeah, on weren't they whim, trying man, to form, like, they were, they were trying to do some protest? Or, they or... were. In fact, in fact uh, I remember that the only, you know, Loco Abreu spoke highly, very highly of uh, Sergio Almaguer because uh, when, when the club was basically going after the foreign players, you know, uh, at the, who at the time, Conejo was, you know, obviously a captain, one of the vice captains. He kind of felt betrayed by Piojo, you know, uh, by Conejo, and saying that really the only guy that was stepping up 
you know, for the foreigners was Seth Garmaguer saying, hey, you know, bullshit, this is a team, you know? Uh, but, and, and, you know, I mean, I, I, I kind of, you know, I mean, I, I want to look at it also from my latest, uh, you know, point of view because back then and even now, on paper, they still have, they, they've had great teams. Y la cruz azulió. for that club for, for what they need I, I don't think Boy was was the guy to bring in who uh, who televises Cruz Azul games is it uh, Azteca or, or uh, Televisa well, it was Azteca I, I don't know about now I I, I mean if we're seeing uh, the fact the fact that you know what Univision actually has been showing them in the U.S. And normally it used to be that, you know, Univision would show Televisa, you know, uh, feeds. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, but they've been showing the Azteca feeds, too. It, 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 it's uh, it's uh, based on a team-by-team team basis. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know who's, Yeah, I don't know The reason I'm asking is, is that Tomas Boy seems to be the coach, that all he does is bounce around uh, TV Azteca teams. Uh-huh. Crazy coincidence, I know. <laughs> but, but, but... And then, and then remember, he was the one that that Teve Azteca had had given the Nidaso to when uh, when when they were trying to get rid of Chepo. That's true. So he's been their guy for a long time. Yeah. For whatever yeah, reason, I'm not sure why. And you know, and, and it's heartbreaking because I mean, as good a player as he was, he's just he's just he's nowhere near that as a coach, which is really really unfortunate for him. Yeah, I don't I don't think I can recall him winning anything. Oh, he won. They, I mean, they won. He won two titles when he was a, a, a player. No, no, as yeah. a coach, I mean. No, 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 no. No, no, as a coach, he hasn't won anything. Uh, no, yeah, as a coach, I, I, I think if you're Cruz Azul, you need, you need a coach where, like, you know, that's won before, who has that mentality, and could could help. You I, know, I'm, I'm so I'm so proud of Cruz Azul. I'm so proud of them now. <laughs> For them to to take it to another level. I mean, and it couldn't happen against any other team. I mean, it was just at, at home. It was it was too perfect. It was like it was like a perfect storm. Chingan a su puta madre directiva. Chinga su puta madre Cruz Azul. Se les acabó el pendejo. ¿Qué no les duele, hijos de su puta madre? Ustedes pierden dinero. Nosotros perdemos ilusiones, chinga. Was that the video where at the end somebody yelled? Like Viva Las Chivas. <laughs> we, we have that recording. I don't know why Chiquis cut it off. Hold on, let me look. I, 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 you know, 
assume that they would uh, probably do something with that. But you're right, though. I mean, it's it's just you know, there's 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 you know, self defamation goes a long way. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I didn't get to watch the game. I was uh, we were getting ready to broadcast the Longhorns, and um, I, I kept I kept it up. And I have I have two. Well, I'll just call them cremas. On our broadcast team, and so I was giving them all sorts of holy hell when it was when it was three zero, but then when I saw it, the 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 amounts increment, it was uh, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. I'm I'm one, not sure how any Cruz Azul fan could could survive that. One thing on the game though, at the end, uh, or actually on Medio Tiempo, the uh, the uh, refereeing commission actually came out and said that the referee made a mistake in the seventy seventh. On a penalty that should have been called for Cruz Azul. So, even the penalty mistakes or the uh, referee mistakes go in favor or go against Cruz Azul, and you know ends up hitting them psychologically again. I think it's just mental ministry, man. I mean, it, 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 it's it's like watching a work of art, like 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 happen before your eyes. It's like you know when something craters it usually leaves. You know, it's some jagged, irregular shape. When Cruz Azul does it, it's it's beautiful. It's like a perfect circle that just like drops into the center of the earth. You know, just leaves a leaves a perfectly symmetrical crater. It really is. It's just it's a couple of listeners is, on the sublime. Bill, yes, Bill and Christian. They're talking about is Cruz Azul the Chicago Cubs, and then Christian gives uh, like the. the the Buffalo Bills is an example. I remember the Bills specifically. They must have lost like two in a row, and then in the third they one, lost four Super Bowls Kelly. in a row. Yeah, it's like all under Jim Kelly too. You, you know, you know how they make those those uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but just got this thought right now. You you know how they make the T-shirts ahead of time, so they'll make like the championship shirts. Yeah, yeah. They'll print them out, and then if they lose, they'll they'll print them out of both teams. Right, and then, then they uh, ship them off. Uganda. Like Africa or somewhere. Yeah, so there's probably a bunch of Africans thinking that the Bills were like Cruz a Azul dynasty the, team. Or Cruz Azul, <laughs> for that Cruz Azul the, greatest, <laughs> the greatest team in history. Every year they got a you know, Buffalo Bills. To them, the Cruz Azuliada is, 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 like, is like a sublime badge of honor. It's all like the Cruz Azuliada. Like the greatest thing that could ever happen. Yeah, I do wonder. <laughs> we hear about all these Cruz Azuliadas. Oh, just incredible. I, 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 I would say that the Chicago, the Cubs that's 
that would be Atlas. Because, I mean, they, uh, I think they have the longest right now in the, in the, uh, well, they do, yeah, they have the longest in the, uh, in the league, you know, like 50, they both 19, have, they both have the biggest, the, the, the longest droughts, both of them in their respective leagues. Yeah, Atlas and, uh, I mean, they, yeah, they are, they have, um, you know, it's just it's just because Azul has been they're just snake bit. I mean, I really can't think of any team in any other league where they've where this is. I mean, just you know, you know, the Bills did that. Yeah, they did it, but it was like for four years. This has been going on for Cruz Azul for you know fifteen twenty years now. I mean, that that is a a serious streak. If you, I, I would actually, uh, if there was a team you could relate it to, I would say it would be the Red Sox, just because whenever they would make it, you know, and they made it to their final rounds, uh, like the World Series or whatever it was, many, many times, and would, would just, you know, just go down in, like, just a spectacular car crash of dramatic events, whether for, excuse me, or against. So, you know, as far as the high drama of, 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 a, of a late game collapse, I, I, would, I would probably liken them more to uh, the Red Sox, or even, you know, lately I would say the Cowboys, but that's it. We won't, we won't get into that. <laughs> I actually watched the Cowboys game, or I watched the last uh, quarter of it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, did you enjoy it? Like, dude, why the hell didn't he run out of bounds, man? Did you enjoy it, honestly? Uh, or are you, you know, a Cowboy I'm, fan? I forget. I'm still running high from the America game, so it's, like, it's not like I really care. <laughs> Hey, but Ronnie, did, did 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 you punch the wall in in the hole for for Kusasul solidarity? No, I I, I was uh, I was in the studio. I was watching the game. You know, obviously I was pissed. Yeah, at halftime, you know. did you stab something. What's up? At halftime, did you stab something? No, I didn't. No, and I got a lot of knives too. You know, a did lot you, of utility knives. Did you kill a man? Did you kill a man no. at halftime? No. No. I have a lot of utility knives in the studio, yeah. you know. Were you but, uh, No, I was. I was screaming though, man. I was screaming dude, when, yeah. uh, like, yelling the goals and like, you know, a couple of people were like, "What the hell is going on?" You know. Well, I apologize for jumping in late into the show. It's. Uh, well, I wish I wouldn't have been able to to get here earlier. All good. I'm assuming you guys have been talking about. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just taking a wild stab. Yeah. Yeah, that's the first topic. Boba, is, <laughs> like, is there any other topic? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just seriously, it's just you know, how could you? Man, it's a that is a rough team to root for. Man, Lady Machina must have must have slit her wrists. Poor thing. You know, it's funny you say that. Everybody that, or just about everybody that I know, that used to root for Cruz Azul, it's like we are either missing or dead. It's like they're not even fans anymore, it seems. But guys, as bad as Cruz Azul is, it could be worse. You you could be an Atlas fan. (laughs) No, no one talks about Atlas, but but they're they're worse off. Yeah, but, yeah, but Atlas has just been terrible consistently, so you know what to expect from them. I mean, Sassoul, 
I mean, I don't know what it's like for you, but to me, when I was a kid, like like first getting into the sport, I mean, they were the team. They were the cream of the cream. I mean, it was it didn't get any better, and and they were consistently good, and and have been for thirty four. I mean, very few teams have been as as solid as they have been for as long as they have. Well, they 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 what they won the Concacaf champions, and uh, I think they won the Copa MX. Well, they won a Copa. Yeah, no, they won a Concacaf champion. Oh, they did win one, yeah, because they went to the uh, the Watchmadoodle and played uh, Real Madrid, the Club yeah. World Cup. You're right. Remind remind me again, Lady Lady Azul. Lady when Machina. Did get, when did yeah yeah Lady Machina? When did she uh, <laughs> after what game? It was after uh, I think it was in the Ligia where they just they just like 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 folded like a cheap suit. They didn't do anything. <laughs> oh. It was uh they didn't get to the Ligia. Did they play? Oh, they they didn't make they didn't qualify. <laughs> they lost to, to America. Three to four. Did they lose to America three to four? Just now. That happened on Saturday. Mm. Poor thing. You know what's sad, Joel, about uh, about Cruz Azul fans is, is that they don't get cheery songs to, to lift them up. <laughs> you know, that would help. That would that would definitely. That help. would absolutely help. <laughs> I gotta wonder if uh, you know if we're gonna continue on broach going down this path, or or, or do y'all want to move on? I mean, I I kind of hopped in late, so I think we've uh, I think we beat Pobrecitos. Pobrecitos. enough. All right, one last. Y la cruz azulio. <laughs> and we'll move on. <clears throat> You know, the other thing that I thought was interesting is that, uh, that Giovanni had a had another really good game, like a really good game, and now they're starting to make noise. So what uh, what what finally expired? Hmm. That they're that they're gonna be willing to take care to take notice because I'm mean, gonna tell you they don't have they don't have Mexico doesn't have the luxury. Yeah, of, uh, he's also partnering up with uh, with Lando. That's right. That's pretty exciting for some. Well, you, well, you live in the greater Los Angeles area, both you and you and Joel. What what's uh, what's well, well, how how do people feel about him? They're like like outside of the the of the of the, the, the butcher world. Um, I live in uh, I live in Cholos country. Do you think Do you think he'll oh, is, Do you think uh, he'll make Klinsman's job a little harder? Who's that, Landon or, or no? Gio? No, I think he's going to compliment him. Yo, Gio's been uh, complimenting Landon, Landon, and I hear I see a lot of hate towards him. 
but I think the main thing, like John just said, is Mexico's a need. So they're going to have to squash whatever beef. And, uh, and basically, I think Desio came out and just said it. He said, oh, now, and talked about it. He said, now Gio wants to come. Well, that's good because we need people that come. Sort of implying that before he didn't. <laughs> that he, is such BS. I'm sorry, but I'm just going to have to. I don't mean to interrupt, but that is such BS. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like before, he's, he's implying that before he didn't want to come, he didn't have the desire. Like maybe Gio said, oh, I want a foot massage before I go. To front. Or like something that they just said. But do okay, you no. honestly believe, Albert, do you honestly believe that Gio ever ever even once uttered those, oh, I don't want to, I have to have special conditions when I come? That's what I'm saying. Honestly? I don't, I don't think he did. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're trying to make yeah, of course it. He- they're trying to make it out to, that he did just to play and all of a sudden change their mind and say, okay, now he does want to come because before he didn't. And they probably made some excuse like, oh, Gio requested some special thing, and now we're going to say, no, uh, we're not going to do that. And we're going to say he didn't want to come or he denied the, the call-up, which is cool. So. Yeah, they're, they're, they're looking for an excuse to bring him back on because they need him. Well, yeah, it's uh, he's done about as much as he can. I even saw a tweet up. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and everyone's praising Gio for his work with the galaxy and stuff, but he still left Europe. He still didn't do what. Who cares? Yeah, but Who cares? For, for, for playing in the for playing in the MLS, he's doing what he needs to, in my opinion. Yeah, to, a, to get a call. When, when you guys become Euro snobs, that's that's what I want to know. No, I'm saying I'm saying yes, yes, he's doing great, and yes, we need to praise him. Yes, we need him on the team. But to say we're living in his world, or he's he's like the he's like dominating the whole world. He's not. He's an MLS. Oh, I don't think Who, I who's say. saying I he's dominating? I haven't heard that. Yeah. I, I haven't heard yeah. that. There's a tweet I retweeted today. Are you trying to put were you trying to put words in our mouth, Albert? I'm putting words he, in. He's hey, pulling but, a Ronnie. But who tweeted it? Cheeky's just because it got tweeted. It could have been Lady Machina tweeting. Oh, it was a lady from ESPN FC. It was someone from ESPN. Ah, uh, but that's that's you oh, know. what's her face? She's a but they're they're spazzy. They're yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think a lot of times we we have this. This this like this notion that if you're that if you're in Europe that, that you're just gonna be a better player and that's not always the case. We we've seen a lot of I was seeing the study and it's the average time a lot of Mexicans spend in Europe is two years. You know, you know what's really, amazing about what, Go ahead, Cole, I'll let you finish. I was gonna I'll, say I'll, that, I'll, 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 I will buttress your argument here in a second. They, so go ahead. They don't they don't exactly return better players. Just because they spent two years over there, you know, they, they don't. If 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 there's truth to what you go to Europe and and that makes you a better player, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's not automatic. And, and to me, if if you're a good player, you're going to be good regardless where you're at. How oh, when, you when, when, when did Giovanni turn in, uh, professional? Was he what 16? Yeah. yeah. So he's been a professional for 10 years, right? Maybe even 12. <laughs> Okay, yeah. he's been a professional yeah. for a while. So, in his mind, 
you're a professional for 10 years. I mean, I think at that point, whether he has, you know, exemplified some form of prowess on the field, you know, I believe that if you're a professional for 10 years, you've earned the right to decide, you know, where and when you want to continue your career. Would you, would you all agree or disagree? I agree. I think if he played one year, he still has that right. Yeah. So the whole the whole thing about Giovanni, and then this is what it always cracks me up about, and we've talked about this many, many times on the show, and in, in our wonderful uh, column that the gentleman's agreement that Joel and I write, which Joel you need to publish because I think, I think we got we got plenty there. Oh yeah, yeah. We already I, did. I'm not sure. I've been lagging it, but I'll do it tonight. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, in, Gio's entire career has been based on what he has accomplished with the national team. So why would he? Why would he shit all over it? He wouldn't. Well, he I mean, wouldn't dare. Let me ask this question: If Hugo Sanchez would have would have uh, not won Europe and, and won the, the scoring title five times, would he be praised as much as as he is now? He's not even praised in Mexico. <laughs> they hate him, dude. All, worldwide, he is praised. He wouldn't, and he wouldn't have been praised if he would have just. Well, yeah, but I mean, but you can say that there. I mean, you know, Hugo is a is a once in like many generation player. I mean, you know, there's. I mean, that is that is a false equivalency. About <clears throat> we we sort of lament the idea that he got hurt and wasn't able to fully um, blow up in Europe and go to Europe and have a good career there. That's sort of like, oh man, that's that happened. I think because, I think that's because some 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 people like or some fans. I think crave that uh, are thirsty for uh, for that validation, you know. And and you're not going to get validated unless, uh, in the eyes of some, unless you, unless you prove yourself on a European team or beat beat the best, like beat the best players in the world, which are in Europe. And I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to be a Euro spaz or anything like that. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, look, there's no question that that if 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 you have success in Europe, then chances are you're going to be a really good player, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean that's very obvious. And you know, Giovanni had modest success in Europe. You know, he had a couple of good years, a couple of not so good years. I personally made some bad career decisions uh, early in his career, where he could have probably developed into a better player. And uh, you know, who knows what would have happened. And I also, I think physically, um, his body's uh, let him down. Um, as far as uh, he's always always suffering setbacks. Muscular setbacks. Oh, bet, bet the Euro want to be a Euro? European? Hey, man, I'm just telling the truth, dude. I'm not, what ta- he's what, dropping what ta- a truth bomb. What type, what type of swimwear do you wear? <laughs> he's dropping a truth bomb. Yeah, endeth the lesson. I wear regular shorts, but I pull them up high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you think they have How to be I don't think they have to, but I think if like if you're a player and all the players say this, and you want to be truly great, you have to go beat the truly great people. Like you have to go nutmeg Ronaldo. You have to go nutmeg and beat Barcelona. So are you saying that nutmeg and Gusano Napolis just doesn't count? No, what you have to what you have to do is you have to win the World Cup. Well, that too. That's another. You know, you know. Well, for some people, just winning the Copa Mekis is, is is enough to, to validate their greatness. You know. Are you, are you calling somebody? Are you? Uh... That's pretty much a summons right there. I'm in a summon of somebody. 
release that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You, you, I do think he uh, he said he wasn't going to make it. Yeah. That's too bad. So, Jov- so, so uh, I guess we should all now expect Giovanni to be called up for the the friendlies in uh, in October. I think so. That'll be uh, his first in, in about a, what over a year. In over a year, yeah. So he was uh, punished for a year. And what, and what was his heinous crime? Well, was was the last game he he hasn't played under Osorio, has he? No, I don't remember. He hadn't been called. He didn't so even play the last. Fuka. The last one was with Piojo, Piojo in, uh, the World uh, the Gold Cup final then. No, he didn't even play that because he was right. hurt. Yeah, because I he think, got hurt. I think, and, uh, like are they the still semi- mad at him because he? Are they still mad at him because he took a, fo- a photo of him, you know, with a cup drinking champagne? That and also because he he giggled when when uh, Miguel Herrera, uh, uh, I, yeah, bitch slapped yeah, but, what's but, his face. But Paul Aguilar also laughed, and in fact, he was saying, "I tiros, I tiros." <laughs> no, he tweeted also. He tweeted support of Miguel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what he did. He 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 dared show public support. Well, you know, just the fact that the, that the president of the, of the federation has to come on and say, "Oh yeah, this guy, this all of a sudden this guy wants to play." Really? The saddest part about this whole ordeal is is how many people bought the fact that that, that they think that Gio is the one who said, "Oh, I don't want to want to play." I just it's very it's very sad to me. Yeah, because they, they assassinated his character for no reason. They assassinated his character yeah. for no reason. Yeah, he 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 loves playing for the national team, dude. Yeah, he's, he's made his he's made his bones playing for the national team, dude. Right, that's what we've been saying for six months. Yeah, yeah, his entire career, you can whatever has happened in his career, is all based on on on, on the success he's had as a national team player. Period. And not only that, the league would and his club would really, would really want him to be part of the national team. I think that that was also a big reason they paid so why much for him. That's right. No, no, yeah, and why they're willing to pay that much because that type of exposure to have a player in his prime in the Mexico national team, and every time they name his club, it's Galaxy. I mean, it's just it's huge for them that. That MLS has has never shied away from the fact that they've been targeting, uh, you know, Mexican American fans, which is why they got to be feeling pretty threatened by the uh, the new LA team, which uh, just based on their on their logos, are going to be uh, pushing very hard to get and, the. Uh, it, it's, it's right by my house too, John. Is it, I don't, is it working? Well, do you have an LAFC yet? Yeah, I am gonna be quite. It's it's not. I live very close. My brother lives even closer. I could even yeah. park and walk to the stadium, and it's uh. Joel, did I remind just, you? <laughs> no, that that's always gonna be my team. But it, it's going to the stadium. It's a whole other experience. Being able to see what is what is. You see games what does you know? say when you're wearing a, uh, the, a Golasso shirt with the L.A. from the L.A.? <laughs> what is Jorge no, going to say? I, I rarely wear shirts, yo, I don't, I don't. But but no. you would buy that one, wouldn't you? You can admit it, Jorge. That's all right. You're, you're among friends. 
There's there's only there's only just a handful of people that are that are listening to this live. You can yeah, I'll, 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 I'll play the I'll play this and you can just whisper it. <laughs> no, ch- look, John, chances are they they're they're bound to have chivistas there, you know. They they're bound to bring maybe Pulido, he's gonna be like thirty five. Uh, they'll bring some other guys. Kulit. I bet half Chivas squad will end up there at one point or another, um, just because you know. And uh, but but yeah, they already started demolishing the the sports arena. Wow! So the stadium is is on its way. Yeah, that whole area That's, has uh, been getting. Well, hold on. which stadium got demolished? The, the old LA, LA Sports Arena. It's a, it's an huge eyesore. <laughs> I saw. Was it yeah, ugly? It is. It, it is. I mean, was, the, the USC, used to, USC used to play there as well, and um, they they got the the Galen Center opened up down the street. So yeah, it's not um. I think this is. I think the whole, everybody's glad this is happening. This is a good thing for the for the city. So Dan, yeah, I'll I, ask I you think the same question. Have you have you bought your Golasso shirt yet? No, no, no. I, if anything, I'm gonna go go see Cholos. Hey, I'm but that, if they bring, if they bring, uh, if they bring Chicharo, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go see him play. Uh, well, I probably Chicharo. would, but but not not regularly. I mean, I did already. I went once to go see Giovanni play, <laughs> but that was only because of Santos. But, you know, we were not. Aside from uh, Hugo, Chicharo is like going to be the greatest Mexico striker. Uh, of our generation, they don't you know? He's no, he's going to he's going to break the record. He's he's going to be he's going to um yeah he's he's about to leave Borgetti Borgetti behind and uh he's, with with the ten eight rule and and other fancy stuff going on Liga MX, I think we might not, we might not see anyone get close to. To breaking that all-time goal-scoring record, it's going to be a while until until Marco Bueno catches fire, <laughs> and then and he's going to be the one that ends up breaking it. Yeah, I've forgotten all about him, man. Joel, I've got to ask you: your your Chivas, sir, they are just they're white hot, uh, white they, hot. They just won two games, Yon. It, it's it's the, but that for Chivas, that's like that. That is the you know, <laughs> that's it, a dynasty. Can't get any better than that's, that. Yeah, that's, for a, that's already the hot streak. No, man. That is that is the new definition of campeonissimo. They went two in a row. They went two in a row. So you know, but Chiapas Chiapas lost them. Has lost six games and only won one. Yeah, that's the, the thing. Hey, the speaking of, they fired they fired Carlos and then they they rehired him. So okay. he's, he's right back at Chapas, which I, I think he should, he has wasn't been wasn't um wasn't that spurred on though by fans or something? I think the team the the players was it the players they they, they kind of demanded yeah. him back or something? Did they have yeah. a Twitter vote? <laughs> no, but but yeah, I, Chapas is uh that that's a state that that is really looking uh they they are big into pushing the ecotourism right. To, to help them out, they have a lot of very uh, unique natural 
I guess, uh, attractions. I, w- I, w- I would tie the soccer. I would tie the soccer team to that if if, if I were them. How so? You know, come stay. Come stay in a yurt that's floating in a tree, but on Saturday go to the Chapas game. You know, make it make it just part of the part of they doing. You know, they have these little eco sets up setups. You know, and include include going to a game as a packet. That's why I've always thought that. Uh, How's the stadium look though? You know, the stadium is not terrible. I mean, the problem. I think that's also one of the selling points, is, though, is that it's in Tuxla Gutierrez and it's you know, you know, ninety-five and one hundred percent humidity all the time. So that's the. They do have that drawback. But still, you know, it's a. Yeah, I'd have to think that one. They uh, would have to improve their stadium. So I still stand by. Chivas, uh, three points in the next three games. They already got the So they have to lose, they have to lose the next two for your, for your, uh. Yeah. Toluca, in Toluca, and then against Tigres. So I'm pretty, uh, pretty confident. Wow. So, so if they win these next two games, then they're like, you know, bring on, bring on Barca. It's, it's time to, time, time to play Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> See how they do against them. Yeah. Is, is, is there a team that, that's honestly, that's massive foul at Chivas when they win two games and their fans are just like, well, actually, well, you know, as a neutral, you know, I'll ask the neutrals, who, who, whose fans are more obnoxious when their team goes on a hot streak? Chivas or America? I would have to say Chivas because it doesn't happen very often. So when it does, they all come out of the woodwork and act like, oh, this is, this is, this is how it's supposed to be when, you know, most of them are under 30 and have never seen Chivas win anything other than like one, Measly little uh, short season turn, tur- and that's it. You guys are more annoying because they uh, they're snobby about it. America, they're just like this guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just it's just commonplace. You know, it just oh, happens. Man. It's like. Chivas fans, it's 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 unfortunate. Joel, it's unfortunate. Why, why are Chivas fans? You know what? It look. It just it just it reeks of desperation. Is what it is. It, you know what it is. And I was getting into it in a Twitter with a with a unknown Chivista follower because he was already praising Almeida. And I'm saying, hey man, let him win something before you ride his nuts. You know. And he's he's saying he's just trying to enjoy the ride, but. I just think it's it's this um you you go in with this mentality that it's a big club and and in all honesty Chivas is is more of a mid table team, you know, just on results. history and have been even, for forty years. Yeah, you could say history their history is that of a of a big club, but their results for the past forty years they're you know, it's it's a mid-table team, the the most popular mid-table team in the world, perhaps. But yeah, it's it's a, uh, you know, you, you don't you don't go with those long streaks without being able to win, uh, finishing. You know, they they finish mid-table, so it's like that. That's that's the whole thing, you know, when when. Uh, and, and Almeida has been like saying it. Oh, we're, we're making Chivas great again. <laughs> but, 
Oh man. See, it goes back to my my theory that they need to introduce the song to get the crowd pumped up. It's it's depressing talking about Chivas for me, Yon. We were so close to to having a legit a, a, a Chivas freeze a Chivas free episode. No, no, I mean a consistently good team, and and this this is around 06, and it just Vergara just dismantled it all, sold it piece by piece. And and, and for the, and for the worst reason by just because of, purely because of ego. Yeah, ego, you know, but but I mean, Libertadores close to winning it uh, twice, you know, um, just won the league title, and then back there, uh, back when they won the title, you know, they they would they would be like in semifinals consistently. Now it's like <laughs> so now we qualify to league every other tournament. You know, this is the funny thing. Um, they, they've been bringing all these players, and, and there's all this talk of improvement. And I was telling uh, another, some other Chivistas, uh, I forgot this on Twitter, and I'm like, if we reached the semifinal two years ago, I don't see improvement until we surpass that. They really had no no answer for that. Do you uh, Do you belong to a support group that you go and visit with weekly? No, I, I need Hi. to start one. I'm probably kind of hey, it's like it's been it's been 11 years since my last championship. <laughs> That's a good idea for a column, actually. Just, but but I think Cruz Azul needs that more more than Chivistas right now. The Fundación. Marcha por el Azul, ¿ah? Have the familias marcha para Cruz <laughs> they needed more, man. I, I, o, o 06 was closer than 97 to me, so. That is true. And of course, both of them are, you know, pale in comparison to, uh, to 1951, which, uh. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, 1951. Yeah, that, that's even worse. That is even worse. So, I mean, I mean, seriously, I mean, uh, here it is. It's, uh, Marcha por las familias que le van a <laughs> That's cold. That's terribly funny. Donate now. <laughs> to ease the suffering. Eh? So what happens to them? Are they, and, and then of course they're going to keep them as boy because. <sighs> you know, you know, I was going to bring this up earlier, um, which is which is they they started to restructure Cruz Azul. Uh, they brought in Yayo de la Torre as as a GM, and the, and the thing is, when they brought him, they had just hired uh, Thomas Boy. So it's I think that he had to work with him. It, it, I think it makes it difficult. You you come in as a, you know with the task of of rebuilding a squad, but the coach from from the previous cycle is is still there. You know, so I, I wonder if that's had if there's had any. You know, it could have an adverse effect. If you know he does bad, then they could kick kick off uh, Yayo as well. 
So is is there a team in in Liga MX that doesn't have a De La Torre anywhere in the <laughs> in the front office? How many of them no. are there? They're three. everywhere. Three, is three, three that we know of, John, John. But but I mean, like like their father and their and their father's father have been you know they've been metidos in the league since what the forties fifties. Yeah, I, I think even. even no, no, it goes further than that, yeah. does it? Yeah, uh, the Garces and the Alvarez in, in that uh, co-op in the you know, cement company, it goes back. No, I'm talking about the, the La Torre family. Oh, the La Torre, yeah, they, they go back. They go back to, uh, at least to the, like you said, yeah, to the 1940s that I recall. That's uh, a lot of, you know, uh, we were talking about, we chatted about the scene like, like, you know, when uh, Justino Compian's wife died, I didn't realize, you know, when I saw the last name, I'm thinking, oh, that makes sense now. You know, he, mar- he married, you know, uh, a woman that's, you know, had heavy ties to Televisa. You know, and, and not that I'm knocking, you know, him down, you know, knocking him down. I thought he was a, you know, good president and he was I, sincere. I think that what you're saying is that he slept his way to the top. I didn't believe that's exactly I think he did. I think he did. A nivel mundial, y ella me va a enseñar educación. No, pues. Cada uno en su sitio. Señora. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, well, how the hell did Michelle Bauer? How did the hell? I know he was a sales. I know he was in sales for Televisa. You know, because I, I still wonder how the hell he who got the coach. The, 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 yeah, who did he marry? Or, you know, what did he do? Because I don't see how the hell he got it. You know, and, and and one thing, you know, to, to 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 defend the poor guy. I mean, obviously, he had done so good at, at America that, that 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 he was, uh, you know, they must have given him a like a you know a ten to twenty year uh, non compete so that no club could touch him because you know obviously he was he was he was very sought after 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 he left that uh, that that we haven't seen or heard from him since and 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 and, and Mexican soccer has just disappeared. He, he so has. either either he signed a, an incredible non-compete, or maybe he just wasn't that good. I'm going to lean toward the second. <laughs> yeah, he was pathetic. You know the one that I, the one that I the coach there one that I did like uh, was uh, Javier Perez Stoifer. I I did like him. He had a lot of good ideas. You know, for Cruz Azul, I liked uh, Marcarian. I thought he was perfect for them. Oh yeah, 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 yes. He was. He, he did a. He even did a good job with their cantera. Yeah. That's probably what the problem was. Oh, you're you're doing you're doing too good. <laughs> we have a reputation to protect. We don't want to sully that. Yeah, I think at one point they so. had upwards of eight or ten, uh, you know, Mexican players on the field. They did a really good job of bringing in uh, uh, Villaluz, who you know played really, really well for him, and, and then he, before he got hurt. So that's interesting that you uh, that you bring that up, Joel. Of course, you know Thomas Boy, you know just runs circles around Sergio Marcarian. It's uh, it's pretty obvious. You know, I, I think he lost this game on purpose just to kind of lull the whole league to sleep, <laughs> and then they're gonna they're gonna start they're gonna start doing their thing and. By the time they get to the, the Liguilla, they'll be unstoppable for five games and 89 minutes and 45 seconds before they give up another heartbreaker. 
wouldn't that be just a thing for them? Like, like they lose this game, right? And then they have, like, you know, the rest of the season that they redeem themselves. They have the redemption tour. They make the Ligia. They make the final. They play, you know, pick pick someone. It doesn't matter. And they lose the final in the last three minutes. It, it, it would it, it would be it would be the next step in there. In there, in, in, it's like the next chapter of their of, of their of their masterpiece of futility that they've that they've put together over the years. It would, it would be the only thing they could do to top what they just what they just did. You think the you think if they do that, do you think uh, the uh, the Royal Academy of uh, Spanish Language? Do you think they will uh, you know succumb to the accept uh, the word? Yeah. As part of the everyday renaissance, I think that they would they 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 would have to, they would they would have to. I mean that that that, that is ultimate that, that that's like that that has to be their goal, right? I mean well, the thing be. about I mean the thing about it is I mean you have the press like legit press that use it now, you know. Now, do you have legit press that uses it in other countries and talking about other sports? Because when well, that starts happening, then well, then you know. Thing, well, you keep, in, keep 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 in mind. In the uh, in the uh, the, the the academy, they have when when they translate words, they'll put in parentheses like Peru or Mexico or it could be general Latin America, and it will say that you know like for example this word in Latin in, in Peru means this and this one in Mexico like in parentheses it means that. So you know. So, so I, I don't by running it through the filter then or the uh, the academy filter and like when, when it spits out this hey it's not gonna all of a sudden be cruz azul yeah that that actually sounds better cruz azul <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds better is that a Roman translation well you know uh, Dan you you live in the San Diego San Diegoish area correct yes sir. <clears throat> Now, now, Dan, I'm not sure if you're a Chargers fan or not, but would you, if if you were, or maybe you aren't, I'm not sure, but you live out there, would you say that the Chargers la Cruz Azulearon in Kansas City? I didn't watch the game. I'm not a fan. I'm not a Bolts fan. Um, but I'm assuming they held true to form and lost. And um, since you're saying Cruz Azulearon, I'm assuming they were winning at some point. Um, 24 to 3 in the third quarter. Hmm. Yeah, they, 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 they would be, I think it would be appropriate for them. I do recall, I think another, uh, Monday night game, I think it was against the Broncos, where they, they, they pulled a similar stunt. Now, wouldn't it be awesome, because I know that the San Diego paper, uh, they cover Cholos extensively. If by covering Cholos, their headline says, Chargers Cruz Azul in Kansas City, now that, then we see that, then you know it's when it starts crossing languages. That would be fantastic. They got Cruz Azul. Yeah. Well, I think it's something that they and and Ronnie's obviously on board, so I think it's something that he needs to be pushing. Um, pushing you to get that to write a, to the, uh, yeah, a strongly worded letter, Ronnie, to the to the La Academia Española, and get that going. You have a Twitter account. Yeah, I mean, they got bombarded with Twitter. You know? Oh, so and it's already happened. You know, campaign started. The campaign. Yeah, yeah. Campaign already started, and they've responded, and they replied. You know, and they replied that uh, that at the moment they're not uh, looking into it, but if you know people insist that they will, you know, consider uh, consider it. 
So I, I think I, I honestly think that uh, like within the next year, two years, I think that it'll, it'll you know, you think it's going to happen. Be, it's, I think it's going to happen. And you know, know what? When you what, hear we'll take it under advisement, do, do, do you do you hear they're going to really take this under advisement, or do you hear no chance in hell? I usually hear no chance in hell. You know, you know what? I, I, there, it's probably going to happen, and 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 for it to happen, that same season or the following season, Crucial Soul will probably win the title. You know. So when the, when the circle's complete and their mission is their mission is accomplished, they go, okay, we can go back to we can go back to win it again. Let's 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 take care of this. Our mission here is over. We have added we have added a verb to the well, official had, lexicon. They, they, okay, they had they had they gave them a quinceañera, and like they actually went out there with like dresses and stuff like that. You know when who's also won fifteen years. Uh, they took they did a party outside La Noria when. Uh, when uh, she went legal, when she turned legal, eighteen. So I mean, she's. It's a good thing Kusasul doesn't live in Mississippi. Why, Bob? At sixteen, consent or what? That out. Oh, I found the tweet on this guy. What's up? Jason and Cruz Azul has some more anniversaries. They have their 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 legal drinking age anniversary, and then the age where their car insurance goes down to look forward to. That's true. That's true. Yeah, they have they have a ways to go. So, how much uh, longer, guys, are we going to keep the show going? Well, with uh, with a, a a stirring endorsement like that, I guess it's probably time for us to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I but gotta, actually, it's, I got to wake up early. It, it, it's a good spot. I do too. It's uh, well. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll wrap it up. Thank you for joining us for a special uh, a special Tuesday edition. It was it's our it was our Taco Tuesday edition of the Los Acero Football Podcast. I, I like Taco Tuesday edition. It's yeah, it's a good ring to it. I like it too. Maybe we'll have to maybe we'll <laughs> make this a trend. Maybe like one of them, will, one or two I, a month, will be the Taco Tuesday editions. I just don't want one on every corner, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah how horrible that would be. We have to live, live our life eating tacos or something. Yeah, I couldn't think of a of a of a, of a worse fate for. For someone like me, oh, that's just that's terrible. <laughs> Thank you, Duca. Well, Dan, thanks for joining us. It's uh, I hope that you you did your uh, your 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 good humanly duties and 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 consoled the Cruz Azul fan at least once. I tried to do my part after the game. Yeah, did did you do your part? I tried to. I went on big soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kept it pretty tame, though. I mean, I was, I was, I was actually, I was telling the guys I actually watched the game with my dad. Uh, so, so uh, he's a he's a America fan, so it was kind of cool, actually. It's, it's nice seeing uh, seeing him go through the the all those different uh, mood swings. Can we uh, can I we end the, can we end the show with the uh, the sad flute?
Of course. We can always <laughs> have a show with a sad flute. You're going to have to, I mean, hang on, let me find the sad flute. Give me a second. Let's see. Oh, I'm sorry, that was Chivas TV. Let me, let me get on the sad flute. <laughs> There's a sad flute. So this has been the Los uh, Asotofo podcast. Uh, Albert Chigis, thank you for joining us. Oh, there we go. There's there's a little longer rip. And Joel, thank you. Uh, thank you, John. Console the Cruz Azul fan before the next <laughs> game. Thank you, Ronnie. I, I would advise you to do the same to consult a Cruz Azul fan. I will. Or I will march. Right? I, I, I will join the march. Yes, yes, yes. Please, you know, do a, sign up for the GoFundMe. Thank you guys for joining us here on the Los Acero Football Podcast. We always have a lot of fun in our, our special Tuesday edition here, our Taco Tuesday edition. We'll uh, do it again next week. And actually, this has been, I think we've been on the air actually for one, this is our one-year anniversary. This is episode 52. So starting next week, we'll have the our, our volume two editions of the Los Acero Football Podcast. So thank you guys. Very much for joining us live on the YouTube, on the chat, and of course you can listen to our podcast anytime by downloading it off iTunes.com. Thanks very much.